All right, episode 25. Welcome back. One day till football. It's football time. It's finally football time. Dust is settled. All the drafts are done. All that's left is to watch some goddamn football. And how about a great game starting off the season? Defending champs and with the Rams and then probably the Super Bowl favorites, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the, I mean, those two teams, I would put one and two for in no order for Super Bowl favorites this year. So it's going to be it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I think the Bills and the Chargers are the one and two in the AFC, I believe I've seen for odds. Yeah, that makes sense. Everybody's yeah. jumping on the Chargers, even, even though they missed the playoffs last year, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on today's episode, Mason and I did our Dynasty startup draft last night. We'll be uh, reviewing each other's teams. Uh, and then one thing we did last year, and we'll let you guys, you know, play along this year with us, is we did uh, NFL lines. We do uh, we pick each pick five games per week, uh, two upsets, three favorites. Uh, so we'll uh, let you guys, if you guys are in Illinois betting, I know we can't bet in Wisconsin unless you go. You to- can if you go to the Oneida Casino in Green Bay. Yeah, I know, but it's not the same. So we'll let, we'll, we'll let you guys uh, in on our picks this year. I think I beat Mason by a couple of games last year, but it was close all year. Yeah, I think it was like two or three games, but I got you back in our DraftKings, so it evened out. Yeah, uh, and then we'll, we'll preview that Thursday night matchup. So, uh, Mason, you got my team pulled up for this dynasty? I do. You want me to start? Yeah, let, let's let's hear your thoughts on my team. Go over my All starting right, so we So, Dynasty Startup, 10-man. So, obviously, you'll kind of see, obviously, more stacked teams that being a 10-man. Um, we do three flex. Um, so, wide receiver, running back, or tight end. So, here here's Anthony's starting lineup. Uh, Lamar Jackson, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, T. Higgins, Jalen Waddell, Cole Komet, Chris Godwin, Elijah Moore, and Rashad Bateman. Um, some key guys on the bench that'll, you know, make a difference. Ramon J. Stevenson, Kenneth, uh, or Ken Walker, Ridley next year, Claypool, uh, Nico Collins, Wendell Robinson. And it's kind of the only like kind of main guys on there that may, and Melvin Gordon, you know, obviously you got the stack. Um, yeah, I gotta cover, gotta cover my ass in case Javante gets hurt. Yeah. I guess I could have read the other five guys, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you were going into it, you're hoping for CD or Javante, and CD went at, what, six, I believe? Yeah, CD went 106. Yep, 106. So, you were stuck with Javante or Swift. Were you kind of going back and forth at all, or did you know for sure Javante? I If CD was gone, gone, it was for sure Javante. Okay. So, I was hoping you are going to pass, because I would have taken Javante, and that kind of <laughs> changed my whole, you know, my team and thought process. But I would say your team is very solid. Um, you know, from, you know, top to bottom, there aren't really many, you know, any weaknesses. I would say your team that if you win it this year, I'm not going to be surprised, but I think you're going to be intuitive. Like from now for like five, five years, I think you could be a champion every single year just because your running backs are so young and one's a big PPR guy. The other one's on a great offense. And then all your, you know, your main receivers, four out of the five, are still on rookie contracts. They're in their second year. So, right. Right, Higgins in his third. Um, so, those are guys that are just going to keep producing, keep getting better and growing. The only knock, I think, is none of those guys are wide receiver ones on their team besides, you know, Bateman. Um, but he's obviously the one receiver on your team who we haven't seen it yet. Right. Um, I mean, most of them are, like, 1Bs. Like, there aren't, like – you know, they're, it's a 1A, 1B with Higgins and Chase, with Waddle and Hill, Godwin and Evans, and then, you know, more. You know, we, we, we didn't see a lot of it last year because of injure, um, injury, and obviously they brought on Garrett Wilson. Um, so that's kind of the only knock I have is the receivers, they could, they could end up being, like, their team's ones, but going into the season, they're – that's the only knock I have. Um on the, on your team, and then that's really it. I mean, the bench is solid. I mean, we mentioned uh, Kenneth Gainwell, super young. He got used a lot last year. Manjay Stevenson, there were reports coming out that he might be the Alvin Kamara of the Patriots. Yeah, that's, that's all the world. Uh, Ken, Ken Walker, another young uh, running back um, who 
you know, after next year, Penny is expected to be gone. So he could be the clear one. Calvin Ridley, when he was playing, he was great. Claypool's young. I mean, you, I, I, it's one of my favorite teams that I on there. Um, and you kind of stuck to what you wanted to do. Yeah, my my goal going into that draft was if I have to punt year one, that's fine. I know most of those guys aren't to their full potential yet besides Lamar. Right. Jackson, so. so, yeah, I mean, I, I have the trophy right now because I'm commish, but I thought if, <laughs> if I have to send it off after year one, it'll, it'll come back year two. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely <laughs> set up for the future, but you can win now too. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, so Mason's team, I, I drafted from the 109. Mason had the turn at the 110. Uh, he had Jalen Hurts, David Montgomery, and Josh Jacobs. Uh, and then his receivers, Stephon Diggs, Pittman, tight end Kyle Pitts, who's a 10-year generational talent, DK Metcalf, Corlin Sutton, Mike Williams. So he, he went the five-receiver route as well. Uh, you know, Monty and Jacobs aren't the one-two punch you'd hope for, but on his bench he has uh, how long you got? Ronald Jones, Rashad, <laughs> Rashad Benny, Jeff Wilson, uh, Darren Johnson, Benjamin, Trey Sermon, Khalil Herbert, Tyler Algier, nine total running backs. So, I mean, and then Brandon Cooks, David Bell, Hunter Henry. So he has cousins either. So no. t- top to bottom, I, obviously, my only knock—it's it's clear. It's David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs. Right. But your five receivers—they can easily all score over twenty points each week. So, and, and that you know, Jalen Hurts could finish this year as a QB one. Kyle Pitts could finish this year as tight end one. So where you're lacking at running backs, you only need the, your your two running backs to score eight to ten points each week, and you're going to be in every matchup. Right. I just but, need them to do their average, and I'm fine with it. And Monty most weeks is going to get over 10 points. He's not He's not a terrible running back one. Right. Um, so I, I think this is it, this is a good I, – I, balance isn't the right word because this is a win-now team, but it's also a future team. You know, Dick, Diggs is nearing 30, but he's still got a couple years left. DK, Sutton, Williams. Well, Williams is older, but you've got your receivers locked up for the next five years. So, you know, in upcoming rookie drafts, God forbid Hurts doesn't pan out. You got a quarterback next year. God forbid, you know, Montgomery or Jacobs takes a turn for the worst this year. They they go downhill. You can really focus on one position. So Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't trying to do the no RB strategy. Um, I mean, I could have definitely had Swift at the turn. Um, you know, I kind of just thought about it. I him and Diggs will probably be relevant the next four years, kind of the same kind of uh, career that they're going to have the next four years are going to be relevant, but I just saw Diggs as a guy who I think could be a wide receiver one, where I don't like the wide receiver one, where I don't know if Swift could be the RB one. So that's where why I didn't really go Swift, and then I, you know, it was ETNs, and I think I went with DK and um, had to have been Michael Pittman at the turn at the three four turn, and then just RBs were flying off in the fifth round. So then that's when I went Montgomery. Then I got Jacobs in the seventh, I believe. Yeah, he went later than expected. Right, I, I, so. was, I was shocked that you left me Swift because I was – Swift was in consideration for my first round, and I was very happy to see him there in the second round. I mean, I definitely – I thought about it, but, again, I thought, okay, him and Dig. I mean, Pitts was kind of my – I could I, – I wanted him. He kind of fell – kind of started falling in love with him within the past month, you know, seeing a lot of – rankings and then just thinking back to myself um if i'd have started a dynasty league seven or eight years ago seven years ago would i have taken travis kelsey in the first round like obviously knowing what he did absolutely i would that's what kyle pitts can do so that's what i'm obviously hoping for he could be the dominant tight end for the next seven years right um, so that's why i was focused on him so it was really between digs and swift and like i said i saw the same length of greatness and career-wise for the next four years but who can really be the top dog? So that's why I kind of left you Swift. I, I hated it. I literally said, I'm like, I don't want to give you Swift and Williams, but. Yeah. Uh. The, the only, so we were right next to each other the whole draft. The only pick that I was pretty sad you took was DK Metcalf. I thought for sure I was getting him in the fourth round. I wanted T Higgins. So I you know, took T. I know. I took T Higgins and then I was hoping you were going to take Waddle and Pittman, but he took Metcalf and Pittman. So. I, you know, every mock draft I've done, I had Metcalf, but 
you know, that's why mocks are just mocks. You don't know what other people are going to do. So, right. Uh, overall, we both, I, you know, I'm not to toot our own horn here, but we looked at the playoff projections and uh, 10 <laughs> <laughs> Mason and I both have the first round buys. So, you know, you don't, you don't win your league at the draft, but you know, no, we've we already we've already seen a guy on the uh, waiver on the trade block. So there's Naheem Hines. If someone wants them, they can get them. There you go, Naheem. <laughs> I don't want them, but <laughs> all right. So yeah, we'll on the we'll do two episodes a week on the early episode. We'll go over you know updates for dynasty, updates for redraft, scores, up uh, win loss records, stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see. But we will get right into our picks then. I, have you looked at these lines at all? I, I started two yesterday and today more. There's some – I don't like a lot of upset picks. I don't know if you feel differently. I, I do feel different. I do like a lot of upset picks. Okay. So are you on ESPN.com? Yep. Okay. So I yep, clicked on scores and you show us all right there. Um, I will let you – we'll switch off each week, go in five each. I will let you have the first pick. Oh, all right. So since you like a lot of upsets, I might have to take an upset early just because if you like them. So, so for the people who don't know what we're doing, so the first line is Buffalo minus two and a half. That means they're favorite to win by two and a half points. We have to pick we, – we don't have to pick three favorites, but we have to pick at least two upset picks. So if I were to pick the – if I were to pick this game as an upset, that would mean I'm picking the Rams to lose by less – or win the game or lose by less than two and a half points for people – you know, who aren't into the betting lines and the overall right. stuff like that. Uh, I think the first one I'm going to do, and I, <laughs> I don't love it, but I just see both teams as bad. Um, Oh, man, I am I really going to pick this team to upset? Oh. He's panicking first pick. <laughs> I'm going to go – you know what? I'm going to go with I think is a lock to happen. And I think that's going to be Tampa Bay minus two and a half. All right, Tampa, big Sunday night guy. That I, I think I just think the Cowboys just with the injury to the to Smith late now, um, as only having one main receiver. You know, I just see obviously t- Tampa has their issues as well, but I just think their defense will cause havoc for the run game. Um, and I think Tampa is just gonna is just better. So I, I, I'll go Tampa minus two and a half. I am glad you didn't take my, my – this is going to be my first upset pick, and it is the game I just talked about. I am taking Rams plus two and a half. Super Bowl – opening night, Super Bowl champions. They're getting their rings. They're going to be hyped up. The crowd's going to be electric. I don't know how the Bills are favored on the road in this game. I get the hype around them, but come on. I think – I mean, I think just with both Rams running backs kind of being banged up, um, the Bills Stafford, aren't anything maybe Stafford. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised with the Rams being home that they weren't favored in this. But yeah, that, that's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't want to touch that game just because it's two great teams. It's close. You never really. I mean, it's literally. It could be a game when you field goal, and then I, you're. You know. I know. I did want. To, I wanted that game because out of the four leagues I've drafted this year, I don't have a single bill. So you want to want you want something <laughs> to root for? Yeah, we we do drafting single game showdowns, but I want I want some more uh, skin in the game here. All right, I'm gonna go. Oh, the fact that this is only a seven point spread is kind of mind boggling, but I'm gonna go Ravens minus seven over the Jets. Yeah, especially since the news we just got. Yep, Joe. Until at least week four. Yep, Joe Flacco will be starting. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get his revenge, but I'm going to take uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Again, they got questions at the running game run game right now uh, with the running backs, but I just think just their defense, I think it's going to be – I think it's I think it's really underrated this year. Um, so I'm just going to take the far better team. Yeah, that actually transitions pretty well into my next pick because that's like similar – that's pretty similar. You, you took Ravens minus seven. The over-under is only 44 and a half. I'm taking Bears plus seven because the over-under is only 41 points. Justin Fields is going to put up more points than 10 points here. Come on. God, I just love this all is gonna, these Bear fans. This oh is going to be the scrappiest game. And they, <sighs> Bears, it, the Bears could lose this game, but they're not going to lose by more than seven points. Oh, my. It's going to be 10 to 14. 
and I that I win. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> and I was gonna take Niners minus seven. I'm glad I don't have to anymore. No, you still can. Well, I, okay. <laughs> don't I technically still get? I mean, I get that now, like quote unquote. Right. Yeah, but you, do you want two games on me or just one if I lose that? So, I mean, you're gonna lose it because the Bears' offensive line is awful, and the Niners have a top five defense. Like, I just don't understand. Fields is going to be running for his life all all game. Trey Lance is going to make him a lot of mistakes this game. I, he'll, he'll, Not against that bad Bears defense. He'll put up a good fantasy production, but he's going to make some some mistakes too. It's going to, oh. trust me, it's going to be a close game all the way through. All right, I'm I'm going to look for an upset. And but, yeah, so I got my two upset picks. So I'm going to start looking for favorites here. Yeah. Man, I'm. I would like to pick Packers Vikings because I'm not gonna be surprised if Vikings win, but I'm not trying to root for the Packers to win by one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go upset, and this might be a stretch, but I just don't think the Titans are that good of a football team. So I'm gonna go Giants plus five and a half. Yeah, that's that's not a bad pick at all. I was looking at that one. I just think they got you know. Henry's coming off the injury. Henry should be fine. Don't get me wrong. But they got a rookie receiver who was kind of iffy in camp. Their other receiver, one Woods, coming off the ACL. You know, the defense somehow was weirdly good. I just think that the record was way better than what they actually were last year. And the Giants, they can't get any worse. They only got better. Um, right. And with the new head coach, I think – I don't think Giants are going to be a great team by any means this year, but I'll take them with, you know, plus five and a half. That that's gonna be another low scoring, you know, scrappy game. So that's I, gonna be a boring game to watch. Yep. Uh, so I don't, I don't think you would have taken this game, but I want to just because of how confident I feel. I know I'm not a Baker lover, but Panthers minus one and a half at home playing Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, Eller Browns. I definitely thought about it. I didn't know if you were gonna go there or not, just because you aren't a Baker guy. So I was kind of waiting for them to be my, to be my last pick, honestly. Oh wow. Um, I, I, I didn't think you were going to go on. Yeah, I mean, the, the writing's on the wall. Healthy yeah. CMC, your backup quarterback for the Browns on the road. I saw, I was watching NFL Network this, this morning. Someone took the Panthers to win this fucking division. Jesus. Yeah. It wasn't Peter Schrager or any of those guys. It was just someone random they brought on. But They're taking third. It'll yeah, probably be, probably be I, by a three game difference. Saints will be better than a three game difference for the Panthers. All right, you you talked about Baker getting revenge. I'm talking about, and I'm taking Denver minus six and a half. Russell Wilson getting his revenge on Seattle. Yeah, that's a great pick. I I honestly think I could see Denver going winning thirty five to three. Like it, I don't think it's going to be close whatsoever. <laughs> Seattle has two good players, maybe, and that's DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But they don't have anyone throw throw them a ball. Even though I have DK in my dynasty, I'm hoping for a rookie quarterback next year for him. <laughs> um, but I think, I mean, yes, there are probably going to be some growing pains with the Broncos and the offense with the new coach and everything, and new quarterback. But I just think Seattle's a great tune-up game and just kind of get all those fixes and bugs out of the way. So I, I'm hammering Broncos minus six and a half. Yeah, that, I don't know why I didn't pick that earlier. That's a pretty fucking easy You got to scroll down all the way to Monday night. I know my finger got tired. I didn't get that far. <laughs> uh, I'll take my second favorite. I'm not a Raiders believer at all. I'm going Chargers minus three. I think the hype is going to be, be real. Chargers are going to come out week one and just light this fucking place to the ground. Oh, I definitely, I definitely. That's going to be a great game. I wish, I wish Packers were at noon because this game's at three thirty. Because I want to watch this game so bad. I know. Um, I just I, saw J.C. Jackson. Jackson's out, so that's huge for Devontae. I think Devontae's just going to – I'm I'm calling it now 15 targets for Devontae. Jesus. I'm calling it because Waller might be out. There's been no update on Waller. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, saw, the, I saw the schedule. We wouldn't have gotten this anyway because the CBS – or the 3 o'clock slate is Packers-Vikings on Fox and then Chiefs-Cardinals on CBS, so we wouldn't have been able to watch it unless you got – Chiefs Cardinals is a great game, but I I don't know. I'm obviously a I love Justin Herbert, but I'm also a Raider fan, so that's why I'd rather have that. Um, oh, it's gonna be a good game. No, I definitely understand the pick. Um, you need your last upset. Who you think? Nope. And this is the first one I was toying with. And I still don't love it, but I just don't like a lot of the upsets. So I'm gonna go Jags plus two and a half over the Commanders. 
that's a gross game. <laughs> I think. I mean, I just think that's gonna. It's two bad teams. Carson Wentz is ass. Um, the Commanders been going back and forth on a running back, and I I, I want to see the new Jags, and I think they're. I think they're gonna win the game. Not even cover the spread. I think they're gonna win the game and start out one and zero. I mean, they, you remember what they when they started one and zero last time? <laughs> hey, that's fine. As long as they go one and zero, it's probably the only time I pick them. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, my last pick. I don't have to go upset, and I'm not going to. I am going to go Colts minus seven. Yeah, I know they're on the road. I know it's a divisional opponent. I know those. You know the writing's not on the wall. That the, the uh, underdogs usually take those games, but. I think the Colts are just too good of a team, and the Texans are obviously not that good of a team. So, no, I I didn't want two games of being uh, minus seven, so that's why I kind of left them alone. That game alone. Yeah. So, Did you think about Packers Vikings at all, or no? Not one fucking second. <laughs> oh god, that game's gonna just. I do you hear what Zadarius has been saying? No. He's been kind of being like Greg Jennings and whatnot. Just leave like Packers. He's like, I gave him my all the past three years, and last year I felt like I wasn't not, and that's why I came to Minnesota so I could play them twice. It's like, oh Jesus! Like you, you pick the team so you can play the Packers twice. Like, come on, dude! Like, get out of here! Yikes! <laughs> that's that's gonna be an interesting game. Yeah, Lazard and uh, Watson are both questionable, but I'm seeing that they're trending up. Um, Bakhtiari's might be starting. Um, which would be huge, obviously, but it's going to be a good. I'm not going to be surprised whoever wins. Like by any means, I'm not saying like pack. I'm not going to be like shocked if the Vikings win, especially at home. Um, right. And I, and I've been saying the whole season, the whole off season, that Packers will probably start out 0 and 1, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. So let's let's segue right into this uh, week one preview here. So the early episode on the week, we're just doing strict NFL. Uh, and then the Friday, Thursday, Friday episode, we uh, get get on here every week. We're doing strict fantasy. So let's let's talk about this Packers Vikings game because this is looking like one of the games of the week. It it really is, and I know we'll talk about this on the fantasy. But uh, the players that I'm looking for are the running backs for the Packers. You know, if Watson and Lazard or one of them is out, I'm really interested to see how it plays out with Aaron Jones and the pass work and AJ Dillon. I'm really excited to watch those two and just to, you know, see if Minnesota's defense, you know, they got two great pass rushers, but that was their flaw the past two years is they couldn't stop anybody. Have they fixed it? Um, and they're going up against the back-to-back MVP. So it should be, you know, the Packers' strengths on defense is the Vikings' strength on offense, and the Packers' weakness on offense is the Vikings' weakness on defense. So it's going to be – I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, the one thing I've, I'm excited to watch for is – just the snap count for Dylan and Aaron Jones. Who's going to play more? Is Jones going to be, you know, used more as a wideout? Who's going to take more snaps in the backfield? Because, I mean, Aaron Jones is – this is – I feel like this is A.J. Dillon's like, – Backfield. App, like appetizer year. This yeah. is his backfield next year. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jones has one more year left on his contract. I mean, I think it's a pretty steep one for his dead cap. So, I don't know if Packers are going to cut him. But – I mean, now it's going to be very interesting. What I'm interested to see is with the Vikings' new OC, you know, Justin Jefferson has been saying all offseason this is a passing team now. What is that going to look like? How many attempts are we going to see from Kirk Cousins? Are, are they going to kind of stay away from, you know, Dalvin Cook? Are they going to be more pass-heavy than what they have been in the past? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't want to say week one playoff implications, but this is a big game for both teams week one. It, it really is. And, man, like I said, they're I, I think. Finish, yeah, they're going to finish within one game of each other, maybe two. And this is a you know, division you know, tiebreaker. So I, I really can't say who I think is going to win. Like, I really can't say. Like, I, I really don't know. <laughs> like, I, I honestly I have no idea. Like, if I had to bet my house, I would say it's going to be a freaking tie because that's the only team the Packers tie with is the Vikings. But, like, like I have no idea who's winning this game. If I was a betting man and I had to bet this game, I would take the Packers just because of one player, and I don't even have to say his name. Yeah, you always say I <laughs> never count him out, and I no. am. Uh, so uh, since I'm a Bears fan, it's not going to be a great game, but let's let's just touch on that game. What? 
Why don't we hear? I mean, you're way. I mean, honestly, you know, I mean, I know a lot about the Bears. I have buddies from college who I follow them on Twitter, unfortunately. And so now I see I see more Bears stuff than Packers stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so you're the Bears fan. You talk to me. What are you hoping to see? What are you expecting? I'm expecting a balanced, refreshing offense now that Nagy's gone. At, you know, all, all the beat writers, I know it's Bears beat writers, it's just training camp. But Justin Fields has looked pretty damn good in the preseason. And I feel like before, Nagy's offense was always run on first down, get two yards. Run on second down, get a <laughs> yard. And then we're on, in these third and long situations. Obviously, Fields is going to pass. Obviously, he's going to be running for his life. Yes, our line's not the greatest. But I feel like this, from what people are saying, we got the Packers coach over here now. This new offense is going to be better. Not great, but it's going to be better than it was last year. San Francisco minus seven. I get they have a good defense, but the over-under is 41 and a half. This is gonna, I'm expecting the Bears to lose this game, but it's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a gross Chicago Bears game, like always. On their new grass. On, yeah, we just partnered with, I forget who, but yeah, we got all new grass in here a couple days before the season opened. I know, and you're going to be leaving the stadium, so let's get all new grass before we leave you. Well, you got a couple more years for that. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I would be, I, don't get me wrong, don't hear what I'm not saying, I would be shocked if the Bears won this game, but it's not going to be a blowout. i shocked if it was. No, I, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I don't really count 10 points of blowout. You know, I think a blowout 17 plus, you know, 14, it, it could be a garbage time touchdown. It's kind of tough to say that's a blowout, but I don't know. I, I'm really excited to see, you know, the two future mobile quarterbacks of the NFL, you know, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, they're obviously Fields played and started in 10 games. I think Lance had two. So it's both kind of like they're, first season as, as like the guy like this is their team yeah and it's gonna be interesting to see you know what the Niners are gonna do with Lance I mean they had Jamie G who's not mobile at all what did they change how's that gonna affect their weapons with Kittle with uh Ayuk with Debo you know how's that gonna affect that offense and why I think it's not gonna be close is just because of the defensive line the Niners have and all and the linebackers compared to the offensive line for the Bears. Lucas Patrick is questionable. You know, I don't know if he's playing or not, but he's questionable. And you got Tevin Jenkins, who's playing a new spot at left guard. And just the other guys just aren't that good, honestly. Um, But that's the only reason why I think it'll be uh, more like 10 to 14, just because of the front, the, the, the line, you know, the offensive defensive line, um, and that's really, I mean, the Bears, I think they're going to make some plays. I think I could see them score maybe like 17 or 20, but I just see the Niners kind of just, you know, exploiting. And, you know, it's tough to, as a defense, to prep for a quarterback who you've never right. seen before. Like, they, there's no film on Trey Lance and what it, they're going to do with him. Exactly. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of eyes on this game. It's not going to be the best game of the week just because of Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Right. These, I mean, these, two, these two quarterbacks have – the, the sky's the limit for these guys young in their career so and there's kind of already a little bit of like fields is on like a revenge for the niners a little almost like a rivalry almost for with fields and the niners because they you know traded up to take a quarterback and they took trey lance over fields yeah i, I was i was shocked he fell i i was expecting the bears to be looking at trey lance yeah, I mean, it, it, we'll see what all happens, but, you know, I hope both guys obviously have a good career because it's just fun, you know, and they're the new, young, mobile guys, you know. Right. But uh, might, we might as well stay in the division with the Lions. I was just about to say the only other noon game I'm really keeping my eye on is the two teams. These teams are getting so much offseason hype. There's so much hype train. The Lions because of hard knocks, obviously, and the Eagles just because A.J. A- Brown – it's not a great division. Everyone's picking them to win the division. Some, uh, the Sunday night team have them going, I think, second or even the conference uh, championship for the playoffs. It's a lot of hype around these, these Eagles. No, I mean, I, I'm definitely uh, all aboard for the hype train on winning the division, but that's honestly it just because we haven't seen Fields be able – or not Fields, Hurts be able – to lead you know they had to literally change their whole offense from him throwing it 35 times a game to taking it out of his hands and using his legs so 
can we see him develop as a passer now that he has a true wide receiver one and just another year with the new head coach in the new offense. Um, and then obviously the Lions, you know, they're in our division. It's always interesting, interesting to see, you know, they've been the, they've been the garbage of this division for our entire lives pretty much. Are they finally on the right track? All, all signs are pointing up, I would say, but are they on the right track? I would say this is the first year in a long time that they, sh- I mean, they should be on people's radars. They're going to play every game tough. They're not an easy, like, you know, look past the schedule win like they have in years past. I, yeah, I mean, it's all those weapons on offense. I mean, they're not all great. I mean, obviously got like, I mean, Amaral was great for the last half of the year. Hawkinson was up and down. Swift is injured. I mean, if all these guys can stay healthy, they got weapons. Can golf get them the ball and make something of it? Right. Once Jameson Williams comes back in November, that's another up and coming weapon. I feel like they're, yeah, they're just not a team to look past. They're not an easy win in the division. Like, as sad as this is. I know. It was always nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't have to worry about anything today. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the Lions are one of the teams I am actually kind of excited to see what they do this year. Did you think about them at all? I mean, they're, you know, Eagles are favored by four. Um, well, how do you how do you expect this game to go? I think Eagles are going to win. Yeah, I didn't want to touch that game. The Lions, they're they're hyped up. I'm I'm on the hard knocks hype train. They're hyped up. Eagles are on the road, four point favorites. Yes, to the better team, but I have no idea who's going to win this fucking game. All right. Well, let's talk about the game that has the highest over under, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs and Arizona Cardinals at fifty three and a half. Yeah, I'm not a Cardinals believer at all this year. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm not either. They just haven't done it. And they, yeah, they brought on Hollywood, but they're missing Hopkins for six games. So, like, that, those first six weeks, it's like they didn't get, you know, they didn't do anything different, you know. And then they lost Chandler Jones. They don't only have a pass rush. They cut two linebackers that were their starters last year. Like, it's just a weird, a weird team, I feel like. And, no, I would agree. I'm not on their hype train. They'll probably be 500 again, in my, in my opinion. If the only way the Cardinals make the playoffs is if they get that last seed because the Niners are making the playoffs and the Rams are making the playoffs. Unless we have three NFC West teams, they're going to be playing in the wild card round. Yeah, and, I mean, coming into this game, they got a couple guys on the injury report. Uh, Rondell, a couple, you know, main guys with Zach Ertz and Rondell Moore. I mean, those are two of their – it's their wide receiver two right now and their tight end one, you know. So, coming into this game against, you know, even though the Chiefs have lost receivers – they still have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. The Chiefs will still be the Chiefs just because they lost their second, their their second best receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean they're gonna. Hill maybe gave them another win. Mahomes, fa- they are favored on the road against a team that people have the Cardinals making the playoffs by six and a half points. And they're favored because Mahomes is still Mahomes, Kelsey's still Kelsey, Andy Reid's still the best fucking coach in the league. And they have a top offensive line. Like they're right. they're still gonna be great. Um, team more on the hype train with the Chargers. You know that new young team. And then you know the Homer. I'm not gonna be surprised when the Chiefs win this division and are representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm just not gonna be surprised if it happens because that's just what they do. No, it, it you know I I don't want to call them the Patriots, but everyone expects them at this point to be the best team. And surprise, it's a surprise if they're not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had in our dynasty last night. Patrick Mahomes went in the second round. He went to two oh three, you know. And, no, he went. He went one oh eight. Oh yeah, he was one oh eight. Right, right. And he picked when he picked. He was like, "It's fine. I got my quarterback for ten years now. I really don't care." Which that's what you get with the Chiefs. You literally have a guy who's going to be a top three quarterback in not only fantasy but in the NFL for the next decade. Yeah, I was I was considering Josh Allen at the two hundred two. So that's that, honestly that wasn't a terrible pick in the first round. It was just my. It was just shocking. Like we we just weren't expecting it. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, let's stay in the division. Raiders Chargers. I really want to watch this game. <laughs> yeah, do you get every game with your uh, package, or what do you got going on over there? No, so I but I get the primetime games, so I'll get Thursday night. Obviously, Sunday night and Monday night games. And then I get my local games. LA, um, I am in Wisconsin, so at least I still get my Packers, uh, not in Green Bay, which I was – because I'm closer to Chicago than I am Green Bay. So I was really nervous on my local <laughs> game to the Bears, and I was just going to be livid. 
Yeah, that would have been unfortunate. <laughs> but next year, it's uh, I think I've told you. Uh, so NFL, they had like their ticket pass or whatever, you know, with DirecTV. Yeah. Yep. So that contract ends with DirecTV. This is their last year. And the NFL is coming out with their own app where I believe they're going to have like their own, like the ticket thing again, where you can pay to get every single NFL game. Not a sponsor, but it would be cool if it was. It would be very cool, but I'm <laughs> going to be getting that the second it comes out. Yeah, I, I don't know why you – as an NFL fan, I don't know why you wouldn't. Especially for games like this, like Raiders-Chargers. The over-under is 52. It is the second highest. They're just going to light it up. This game is going to be 31, 34. Like, it's just going to be just throwing punches. I agree. I would be shocked if this didn't finish as the highest total. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just think just because Cardinals might get get a little bit deflated and then game kind of just be over because Chiefs could get up by 17, you know, 17-3 at half, and, you know, they just keep piling on. But this game is just going to be blow for blow for blow. Yeah, I know people are always talking about the Chargers offense, but I'm excited to see the Chargers defense, the new defense, too, against, you know, what some people are calling one of the better offenses in the league is Raiders. Yeah, it's I'm, this is not a good game to start for Derek Carr just because he's gonna have Khalil <laughs> Mack and Joey Bosa hounding him. Yeah, and, he's gonna have to release that ball within two and a half seconds at the latest. Oh, definitely will. And that's if Waller's out, and that's gonna be a huge, obviously, a huge loss because he can just you know he's a big body tight end, just dump it off. You know, I think Renfro, Renfro and Adams are both gonna have fifteen targets. You know, and the. I was I was never a big fan of Renfro just because Waller was there, but if Waller isn't there, Renfro's a home run for fantasy. Yeah, and DraftKings too. He's cheap. He is cheap. But kind of on the flip side, I'm excited to see the Raiders pass rush with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. I think it's the most underrated pass rush in the league. Yeah, I could see that. And Chandler Jones, when he when he was playing last year, he had what, five sacks in the first game? You yeah, remember that? Yeah, I do remember that actually. First, uh, Max Crosby, who gets double-digit sacks. I mean, it's it's going to be a great game. Unfortunately, the Chargers do have a great offensive line, so I don't see Herbert doing too much running for his life like Carr would be. But it's just so much new. It's new defense for the Chargers and a new offense for the Raiders. Yeah, if this game lives up to the hype, that means Carr and uh, Herbert are leading the charge into week two for MVP. Charge with the Chargers, like it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Sunday night game, Bucks Cowboys. We opened the season on the Thursday night Bucks Cowboys last year, and it was a great game. I'm expecting another great game this year. Yeah, this game, uh, it's just weird. I mean, what has Tom Brady been doing? Like, people are. It it doesn't seem like he he's into it. Yeah, I, it's not like he doesn't doesn't want to be there, but like, it doesn't seem like he's locked in Tom Brady like he has been the past twenty years. Right, it's definitely a weird vibe. He's kind of just uh, doing side missions now. Like he's <laughs> he has got a new coach. It's like a new. It's like season like ten of a show. The first like couple, the first like five six seasons were amazing. The next few seasons like are still good, but like you're kind of getting tired of it. Now you're on like season ten of a show, and you're like, all right, this sucks. I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I still think Buccaneers are. I think they're gonna win their division. They'll be. Probably the two or three seed in the NFC behind the Rams, and then whoever wins the a- or NFC North, I pick the Packers. Um, but they're gonna be right up there. But oh man, this is just such a weird game because of the offensive line injuries to both teams. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not high on the Cowboys at all this year, but I don't. No, know. I I think I have them going nine and eight, eight and nine. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at my standings, but we both like, are high on the Eagles. Like, rethinking about it, I I think I have the Cowboys lower now, and I think this is going to be a, an ugly game, but it'll be close, so I think we think it'll be better than what it actually is. Yeah, there will be some plays for sure. You know, with the Bucks and the Bucks and Cowboys are two of the better NFC teams, there will be some plays, but I don't know if these teams both live up to the hype. I don't, I don't know. This, this is a weird matchup. I, I kind of it hopefully his breakout season and then is Godwin you know he's questionable know. it's kind of I, up and down if he's gonna play or not Godwin's um, the biggest question mark for me because I you know I have a couple chips in in this pot for Godwin so I've been yeah. monitoring his status and he's he's practicing without a brace but if he is active I, I don't, don't I'm not convinced he, he's not going to be on a 30 snap count for the game I don't know I I don't think he plays the full game so, so are you gonna not start him then? I don't know. I've been tilting back and forth. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be a hundred percent like on the field back 
back Chris Godwin like right so, week two or three. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to making it harder. I know we're not talking about fantasy this year, but it's this. This is a Sunday night game. If news doesn't break till four o'clock in the afternoon, you got to pivot. You got to have somebody on your bench ready. Got to pick up Russell Gage if he's on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Just we'll, we'll touch on the Monday night game before we get into the Thursday night breakdown. Broncos Seahawks revenge game for Russ. This Andrew is... Locke, Andrew Locke, and well, he's not the starter. Oh yeah, <laughs> this shouldn't. No fan. The revenge game for Noah fan. If if Russell Wilson runs out this tunnel and the Seahawks boo him, I swear to God that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that's bad. Like he won. I mean, he didn't win you Super Bowl, but he was a starting quarterback when you won the Super Bowl. He had kept you relevant for the past decade. Like, we're right. going to see what life is like without Russell Wilson. And... Yeah, there should be nothing but praise for this. You know, the you, as a Seahawks fan, you know the Broncos are winning this game. Oh, you, there should be thousand no, percent. nothing but praise for your, your quarterback for the past decade. Yes, and it's not like he left on, you know, it wasn't, I mean, obviously it was bad terms between him and the coach and the front office, but it wasn't like he went to a rival. You know, it's not like he left and he got to pick where he went. That's where they he got traded to. Right. Um, you know, he didn't do anything to the fans. He's he's a goofball, but he's a good guy. You know, it's not like, you know, people have a lot to say about Rodgers. You know, Russell Wilson may be weird, but he's a good guy, you know. Right. Yeah. I, I'll watch that game, but I'm not that interested in it. I think I have to because I got Sutton in two of my leagues and I got DK. So I, I actually have a couple fantasy guys in here. Yeah. I, I mean, I got I got chips in the game here, too, but. Yeah, it's, it's a cool narrative. Won't be a close game. No, I 1,000% agree. Uh, Thursday night breakdown. Tomorrow, we're just over 24 hours away. We won't get won't get to this game for our in time before our Friday preview, but Bills, Rams. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Let's start with Josh Allen. He's going to light it up. It, yeah. It, I don't there... care. I don't care that they're playing the Rams and the great defense in L.A. He's lighting it up. Obviously, yeah. if you took him, you took him in the second, third round, and you're starting him. So there's really not much to say. Yeah, you'll be sad if he gets under 25 fantasy points this game. This, he's he's gonna go. He's gonna go off. Yeah. Uh, Devin Singletary and James Ugh. Cook. I do you have them in any of your leagues? Because I don't. And I I don't. Yeah, and I even them. in the uh, draftings that we have, just for this game, I didn't take either of them. I I don't know if I did either, James. If you did, you'll see our TikTok today of my starting running backs, but spoiler alert, James Cook is on the sit for me. Don't, start yeah, do not Cook. start. Don't get on the hype. He's at best receiving back, and it's his first yeah. game. He was a what second, third round pick, split in time. Like, and it's a good defense. A, yeah, I get he's a new flashy toy, dude, you know, in town, but he's gonna get maybe 30% of snaps. This is going to be a true shared backfield this year. And, and until we get some clarity, you know, seeing the Bills play a couple games, I'm not touching any of these guys. No, I don't want any of these two. The guys I do want, the front runner MVPs passes, um, Diggs, my boy, and then we got the new guys. You know, we got, obviously, if people don't know, my boy, Gabe Davis. Um, but we got McKenzie. A lot of people are high on McKenzie now, too. Yeah, there's there's a lot to go around if you if you believe in Josh Allen throwing for 300 yards a game. So are you? So obviously you're starting Stephon Diggs. You took him in the first yeah. set, one two turn. Are you yeah. starting Gabe Davis? One hundred percent. I don't okay. care. If you, I don't care if you're in a one flex league or a three flex league. Gabe Davis is finding my way into every lineup. If well, I well three have. three flex, he definitely should be. I'm about the standard, you know, one flex leagues. You're putting yeah. him in. Yeah, you you took him with a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick. He is definitely in my league, in my lineup, no matter what. If I have him, I guess. Yeah, ESPN had him a lot higher than sleeper. Yeah, he was going at like a five, six turn. Yeah, would you okay. agree? I I definitely would. I mean, I would be. I think for most games, until at least we get a couple games in, um, and maybe this is the only one where you're kind of like, okay, it's a great defense. You know, he we're coming off the hype of the playoffs, obviously, in the end of the year last year, like. Is he the guy? Like, is he going to step up and be the wide receiver too, like he's supposed to be? I think it's the only game you really have to question it. Because I, I mean, if if Ramsey's on him, yes, but Ramsey will be on Diggs though. But he doesn't switch around; he just stays on one side of the field. Yeah, because he's not elite like Jair Alexander does. <laughs> okay, Ramsey wasn't <laughs> what he was two years ago. But he's still elite. 
He is. But no, <laughs> definitely starting Davis. Um, obviously, if you have Dawson Knox, congrats to him. Just got his extension. Yeah. Um, what was it four what, year, fifty six or three year or something? Four. I think it was four year. And yeah, that's, that's I, oh, I, I told I told you if this news came out, I my my game plan might have shifted in Dynasty just because you know you get the tight end of Josh Allen. Like, why wouldn't you want that? Right. But, I took Pitts and said, obviously, but obviously you're starting Knox, assuming he's your only tight end. Even if you have two tight ends, there aren't many other. I mean, yeah. So would you go, take... would you go Komet or Knox? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> the... Knox is more touchdown dependent. Komet will get more targets. Well, Komet just won't score. We've seen, we know that. I, I know. I, I think I would take. Dawson Knox, but I'm yeah. not confident. I just no, I it, it is a close one. So that's kind of where you draw the line then. Like him or Goddard, who are you going with? Goddard. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Goddard believer. Okay. Um, trying to think of other guys that went around him. If, if let's say Ertz is healthy, who are you going with? Dawson Knox. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I, if it, unless you took Kelsey and then you took Knox in like the seventh, eighth round. You're playing Knox. He's your tight end. Right. And you have them in one league, so you're so you'll be you'll be glued to this game. I'm kind of speaking speaking of that four leagues. I don't know because this is the most leagues I've ever been in. There's a lot of people to keep track of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Waivers are going to become homework at this point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we only do three. We did the another fun one as a free one just to just to be a part of it. Um, but so that one I don't care much about. But right, all right, slip to the Rams. Um, Stafford kind of going that ninth, tenth round. Would you play him, or would you kind of do a streamer? Uh, I mean, St- Stafford is on that cusp of like being a streamer or being your starting quarterback. Uh, you know, in terms of draft kings, I'll dr- I'll draft him if I have receivers. He's not going to be my captain, but I'm not really that confident in Stafford. I'd like to see the the elbow news is kind of getting to me. It's kind of spooking me. I'm not <laughs> spooking you, spooky season. <laughs> If I had to play him or Rodgers, I'd play Rodgers. If I had to play him or Cousins, I'd play Cousins. Him or Lance, right, I'd so play Lance. Matt Ryan against the team or Stafford against the Bills? Uh, that's a good line. I would play Stafford. That'll be a high-scoring game. Okay. What about um, you? I think I would ride it out. I, oh, man, Colts should get up ease early. Whereas... I mean, yeah, but if Taylor takes away those touchdowns from Matt Ryan, you're looking at a – 150-yard game, maybe one right. touchdown for Matt Ryan. Yeah, I know. So, Carr against the Chargers or Stafford? Derek Carr. Okay. Not even close um, to that one. Not even close. No. <laughs> <laughs> and he said you'd go Rodgers and Cousins. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, the, I, don't, the, I don't know. I'm not as high in Stafford this game. Obviously, going like the elbow. They're playing a top defense. Um, Their running backs are kind of both – Banged up? Are they gonna? You know, even though they're gonna be throwing the ball, the defense knows that they're gonna be throwing the ball more. So are right. see more. I mean, he threw like what seventeen interceptions last year. Um, so yeah, I, you... I, if if you can, I would kind of I, I would pivot. Like I would pivot to a car. Um, you know, we obviously Cousins against Packers. Even though Packers have a great defense, that's gonna be a high scoring game. Um, so I'd pivot there. But speaking of the injured backfield, are you? What are you doing? Um, I am going to take option C, none of the above. <laughs> Can't make That's a good pick. <laughs> Again, I have Henderson on my bench in one of the leagues. I don't have any stakes in K-makers, and I'm happy about that. Yep, I have Henderson, I think, in one league, and I, I pass Akers. I would pass him in the seventh round. I really wouldn't even take him then, and I, and I could be wrong for that. That's fine, but. Yeah, if I'm wrong, then good for whoever took him. I will gladly be wrong in this, but the – Outcome is way more probable that we're right, and mm-hmm. neither of these guys emerge as the RB one. It's a shared backfield, and neither live up to their ADP. Right. Um, obviously, Rams receivers. You're starting Cup. You're starting Robinson. He's kind of in that same, you know, kind of boat with Gabe Davis. You took him around that same time. Right. Um, and Vance Jefferson, if he if he's questionable, so I he's kind of off my board. No, I yeah, he's off my board too. I I'd like to see what he's done what he does what his role in this offense is with Allen robinson i know it's kind of a lateral move for going from robinson you know from an obj and robert woods last year as a wide receiver two role but he, he in best ball 
obviously he'll play him because you have him, but he's a big touchdown-dependent guy. Yeah, I mean, we obviously know Cooper Cup's going to get me. He had 190 targets last year. That should come down now that they do have Robinson. But he's still going to get – he's the main target guy. He's going to be 150 targets for this team. Um, But I I think Robinson can still have a big year, though, by being the wide receiver two on this team. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't have top twelve upside, I don't think. But he'll he'll finish in it as a wide receiver too. So who are you? If you have to pick one flex, Davis or um, Allen Robinson, I'll go Gabe Davis. Okay, I'll 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 jump on the hype train, and because Allen Robinson did me dirty last year, (laughs) (laughs) did you? And and you did the bear. He hurt you twice. God, I fucking hate that guy. (laughs) Hey, he yeah. Oh God, that was people who drafted him are and, and Ayuk are the same. I mean, Ayuk kind of came on towards the end of the year, but like Robinson just didn't want to be out there. No, I was I was balling with Jacoby Myers in my fucking wide receiver spot at the end of the year. That's how bad yeah. it got. <laughs> oh, um, Tyler Higby, I'm not playing. Nope. Are you doing any? I mean, if you for some reason do defenses in your leagues, I I would pivot from these two for this week. Speaking of defenses, I do one defense in my one league. And I do have the Rams defense. I'm I'm gonna play them. They'll get a, I I think they'll get a couple sacks. They might get an interception. They won't get. I don't think they'll get ten points. But I think they'll get four for you. <laughs> yeah, I I don't. There's there's nobody else on the waivers, so I just gotta write it out with the Rams this week. Okay, but you're not happy about it. No. <laughs> um, in DraftKings, uh, would you take either of these defenses or no? No, no, I okay. I would not. Single game showdown, or if you do the Thursday to Sunday slate, I, I'm not touching any of them. Okay, and we don't talk about kickers because they should not be in fantasy. Yeah, you'll never hear a kicker's name come out of my mouth on the show. Unless, like... Unless Evan McPherson does something badass. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, like, I mean, Justin Tucker, his 66-game yard, you know, winner. You know, right. anything cool or anything bad we'll talk about, but that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode, or this not, oh, this week's we got one I, more. I can't even say I'm still in off season mode. It's oh, we got football. 36 hours. Yeah, obviously not football time in my mind. Another fr- so we'll talk about uh, Friday's episode. We'll talk about Bills Rams first game of the year, and we'll do our full blown fantasy relevant episode. Uh, as always, follow us on TikTok. Tick- oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'm the one who drank last night, not you. Christ, is this water in my cup? I don't yeah. know anymore. <laughs> TikTok at the Kneel Down, Twitter at the Kneel Down Pod. We post every single day on TikTok multiple times a day now that we're in season. And we will see you in 36 hours. Let's go. We made it. Thank you for listening. See you guys.